Hello, I'm Laurie Seletnik, Editor-in-Chief of the AORN Journal, and I want to share a few highlights from the October 2019 issue. This month's issue features a special perioperative leadership strategies report on the topics of regulatory survey readiness, intraoperability in the perioperative environment, best practices for streamlining instrument sets, and patient-family communication technology. In addition, this issue offers a total of 4.9 CEs to assist in meeting your certification needs. In the article, A Change in Focus, Shifting from Treatment to Prevention of Perioperative Pressure Injuries, the author discusses the creation and implementation of an evidence-based perioperative pressure injury prevention bundle. The bundle includes skin and risk assessments, visual and electronic health record cues, prophylactic protection of at-risk skin, and communication among providers and leaders regarding patient risk and injury. The bundle resulted in a 50% reduction in perioperative pressure injuries the first calendar year after implementation and a zero incidence rate for at least a two-year period. In the article, Nurses' Perceptions of Personal Communication Devices in the Perioperative Environment, the authors share the results of a quality improvement project in which investigators tested for differences in RN perceptions of personal communication devices from initial use during a pilot study and after the nurses had used the technology for four years. The RNs noted that the personal communication devices were particularly beneficial when contacting team members for assistance and that response times improved. Overhead pages decreased from 125 per 6-hour period to an average of less than 1 per 6-hour period. Perioperative nurses' perceptions of the personal communication devices have improved four years after implementation. In the article, Addressing the Perioperative Nursing Shortage Through Education, a Perioperative Imperative, the author discusses how few baccalaureate nursing programs in the United States prepare graduates for perioperative nursing, and many current perioperative nurses are retiring from practice or leaving the field for other reasons. This article provides current information about perioperative nurse and leader shortages, discusses the effects of the shortages on patient safety and healthcare facility finances, and reviews the available literature about perioperative nursing education. In addition, the article presents strategies for addressing the nursing shortage and describes implications for clinical practice, education, and research. In the article, Guideline Implementation, Sterile Technique, the author highlights the principles and processes of sterile technique based on the updated AORN Guideline for Sterile Technique. Establishing and maintaining a sterile field requires specific knowledge and skills and is among the most important responsibilities of the perioperative RN. Perioperative RNs should remain vigilant in monitoring the sterile field, communicate when a break in sterile technique occurs, and collaborate with other surgical team members to correct the break in technique. This article elaborates on key takeaways from the guideline, including using sterile technique when donning sterile gowns and gloves, delivering sterile items to the sterile field, using drapes to establish a sterile field, and maintaining the sterile field. 
The Periop briefing section of the October issue includes a guideline first look article on sharp safety, a solutions at work article on surgical transfer unit improves surgery access and reduces emergency department overcrowding, and a procedure at a glance article on breast and sentinel lymph node biopsy. We hope that you'll enjoy reading and learning from this month's articles in the AORN Journal. Please continue to share with us how you're translating research into your practice and implementing innovative practices. Contact us if you're interested in writing or peer reviewing for the AORN Journal.